Hi, superstars. It's Meg. And before we get to the very special group show edition of Awesome Overflow for January 2023, I want to make sure that all of you know we're going to have our next Superstars live event coming up in February. Now, I sent out an email or a message through Patreon and put it in the Superstars group, but I wanted to make sure everybody knows that we'll be gathering on the evening of February 9th. That's a Thursday night, February 9th at eight o'clock central. So do the time zone math, nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock central, seven o'clock mountain, six o'clock Pacific. And we are going to do a spicy books show and tell. Rebecca and I and some of our superstars are going to be sharing with you some of our favorite spicy books so you can get an idea of what's out there that's good in spicy book reading. And we're inviting everybody to come and chat it up in the comments and talk about some of your favorite spicy reads. I'll be getting the Zoom link out to you guys next week. But in the meantime, put it on your calendars the evening of February 9th at eight o'clock central. We're going to do Superstars Live, spicy book, show and tell. I can't wait to see you there. Hi, superstars. Welcome back to Awesome Overflow. This is our monthly episode that is exclusive for the superstars where we sit down and just kind of catch up on life. We catch up with each other and share what's going on in our lives. The things that we are just really not ever probably going to talk about on the main show. I do want to say hello and welcome to our brand new superstars. Again, we've had so many superstars joining us for the first time. I hope that you all have figured out how to access the untold number of hours of past episodes for the superstars that we've created for you all. There's so much good stuff. You know, anytime you have a question about anything Patreon related, please feel free to reach out to us because we'd love to help you figure it out. Um, you can email us at team at sortofawesomeshow.com. And that will go to our producer, Sarah, and will help you get whatever it is that you need. This is, I think, a historic awesome overflow. Ladies, Correct me if I'm wrong, but is this the first time we've ever done a group show overflow? Is that I think right? It is. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, at least I can't remember. So that means nothing because it's very possible that we did it like eight months ago. We're all like clueless because I feel like the pandemic has sucked every brain cell right out of right, my head right, right. and made time lost its meaning. All the things. I don't think though that we've ever done it like this. Like we've talked I in group shows before. So. We talk yeah. in Voxer, but now we get to talk with the superstars like and be our real selves. <laughs> That's for sure. The full yes. unadulterated version of mm -hmm. ourselves, I should say. Not like we're not our real selves in the weekly show, but like... Well, yeah. Like, I feel like the, that's the thing. The the Friday shows are our, you know, just like our podcast version of ourselves. But when we get on mic for <laughs> Overflow, it's genuinely, you guys, it's like you're listening in on a Voxer conversation or maybe some sweet day, the three of us will get to sit down and, <sighs> you know, like have a meal together or something. And, and this is what it would be like. Can you so, even imagine I can't. how wonderful that would be? <laughs> I can't imagine. We would probably take longer than an hour, let's be honest. <laughs> would, we would need to like reserve a a quarter of a restaurant for like the day to <laughs> to get all of our in-person stuff out. But truly, on the awesome overflow, we really are just kind of chit-chatting and talking about the things that are going on in our lives that we don't necessarily want to or feel comfortable or just whatever for the main show. It's just us talking. So one thing that we started off the year with so that I thought was so fun and we got so much great feedback on is we asked in the Hangout for people to share something that they are proud of, uh, maybe something they were proud of that they had done in the past year or something that they're doing right now that they're proud of. And oh my goodness, reading through that thread, I know we were all so inspired. Kelly, you're nodding your head. I am because it was so wonderful. And I think that it's, it's something that we, I think as women, for many reasons, don't do enough of. Like we feel guilty lots of times saying, I'm proud of this thing that I'm doing well. Um, yes. For, I don't even know. Like if we think that we're going to jinx it, if we feel like it's being arrogant. And so pride in a lot of 
religions and for sure Christianity, you know, like can come with this negative connotation. So it was so good to see people saying, no, this is, this is okay for me to say. It's okay for me to be happy and proud of myself for this thing that I am investing time in. And I, I just loved it. I love seeing women rise to that. Yes, totally. It's so good. Um, we thought, hey, you know what? Let's share something that we've been up to that we are proud of as well. And we can just kind of continue to get that conversation going. Rebecca, how about you? Let's start with you. What's something that you are feeling proud of um, for yourself? Maybe something that happened last year or is an ongoing thing that, yeah, you're like, I'm going to pat myself on the back for this. Well, I am going to talk about money and just say that I am proud okay. that I am making some money. <laughs> yes. It has been much needed. Um, Nate and I had a really expensive 2022. And from like medical bills for my frozen shoulder, um, Grace started braces. We had to replace the transmission in our van. Ugh. Oh, my Lord. Uh, and then um, it's we too had much. to replace our furnace. And it really, it really is just all too much. But I feel like I have been very timely blessed with some sponsorship opportunities through Simply Rebecca. And I am paying for this furnace. And I am so Woo-hoo! thankful. Well, I'm so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm just really happy. And I have to like pair this up with a story from the other night. So my husband, um, he works for a nonprofit. They serve people who are experiencing homelessness or are high risk for homelessness. And one of the biggest fundraisers that they do every year is this event called the Taste, and it is like the event. People go to the event for the event and not just for the fundraiser. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, a difference there, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just go because you yeah. care, um, but you're not prepared to have any fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well said. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is actually the opposite, that we have people come because it's the event, and then they're like, oh, okay, well, great. Like, I can feel good about spending my, my money here um, while I'm here. So, basically, uh, the event itself is... Just, I mean, it's just so phenomenal. It's in this beautiful event center, and they have restaurants, local restaurants from the area, donate their food and their time. And you can walk around and get little tastes of dishes from these different restaurants. And they pick out what they want to serve. And so maybe it's like, uh, let me think of what I had, like shrimp and grits, um, some sort of like prime rib with Brussels sprouts. I had this organic hot chocolate. Like there's just like all kinds of different things. Brisket tacos. I mean, just like tons of things. Yeah. There's live music. There's drinking. There's dancing. People dress up. It is just like, it's like an event. So I've been going to this event for as long as Nate has been working there, which is... I mean, Grace, what, I was pregnant with Grace when he got the job. So it's been like a long time. Wow. Yeah. 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 So there's people there that I know and I only see maybe like once a year at this event. Maybe it's board members or donors or, or whatnot. And there's a couple. Um, they're on the board. And they are so incredibly kind. And I have had such good conversations with them. And one thing that they always make a point to ask me about is my blog, which is so thoughtful of them to remember that that's something that I do, right? But I will say that from the time that, like, I started going to this event and meeting them to now, like, I have had some major ups and downs with my blog. I've had some mixed feelings about, like, what am I even doing? Should I even continue this? I've taken uh, unintentional, massive breaks from publishing any new content there. I have... Uh, started podcasting here with Sort of Awesome and this amazing team, and that has become something I'm so incredibly proud of. I feel like my um, social media content, especially on Instagram, is something that has brought me so much joy. Mm-hmm. And yet, my blog, at times, if I'm being honest, I I kind of have like some fraught, mixed feelings about it. I I, I know that you guys understand yes. what I'm saying. Like you've you've been mm-hmm. there, right? <laughs> 
Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yes. So every time I see this couple, they always ask me about the blog specifically. And so I, rather than getting into like all of it with them at this massive event where I'm practically shouting to be overheard from the music, you know, like I just kind of pick and choose what I want to say, you know, like I, I, you cannot describe to somebody the woes of being an online content creator oh, no. in that type of setting. Right. So I kind of share what I have to share and I kind of like go, you know, just kind of like blow past the insecurities and the whatnot or whatever and just kind of, you know, everything's good. Everything's great. Even if what I really mean is I'm loving Instagram. I'm loving sort of awesome. I'm loving the right. community that I have in this space and that space. Mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. not like, well, my blog traffic is tanking. You know what I mean? So I know you guys understand. Okay. That, that's that's the whole backstory, right? Okay. That's the context. I'm sorry. So much context. I told you guys ahead of time. I no, I love it. I love the context. I love it. Yes. I told, I told you guys ahead of time I had nothing to say, and now I haven't stopped talking for 10 minutes. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So this couple sees me and pulls me into their group and is talking to me, and they're asking me about the blog. And of course, again, it's that, well, like, it's great. Like, my website, like, I am still blogging. I'm also doing these other things, yada, yada. They introduce me to another couple that they're with, and they say, this is Rebecca. Her husband is the CEO of um, of this company that we're here for, and yada, yada, yada. She she does blogging work and whatnot, and he's like, and what do you blog about? Is it, like, stuff for young moms? And I'm thinking, oh, goodness, when's the last time I wrote anything for, like, a young mom? But, like, you know, it's just, like, complicated. Yes. I mean, you guys get it. It's complicated. So then it comes up that I also podcast. And they're like, oh, mm -hmm. I listen to podcasts. I get podcasts. And then this hmm. gentleman that he had just introduced me to, who I will give some grace that he had been drinking and did not realize probably <laughs> exactly what he was saying. He's like, oh, I was going to say, blogging? Who blogs anymore anyway? <laughs> Oh, no. Well, I mean, yeah. he's just reflecting, like, the common, you know, people yeah. who don't follow it much sort of thing, you know? Right. Right. I yeah. understand. Yes. To the regular layperson, the whole world of blogging seems like it's totally dead. Although, like, it's not. Yeah. It just looks different. But, you know, I'm not going to get into yeah. the nuance of all yeah. of that at right. taste. Right, 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 right. right. So mm -hmm. I, I, I chose not to be offended. <laughs> Even though maybe I was a little bit offended. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, he was drinking. This was rude. That wasn't very nice to say, but whatever. And then I just kind of move on. But then later, okay, as we were talking about what we're going to share, what we're proud about, I was like, well, you know what I'm proud about? I'm proud I'm making money. And you know how I'm making money? I'm making money through blogging. Yes. I'm making money because I didn't give up on my blog that I started when my daughter was three months old and now she's 13. I'm making money because I built a platform that is worthy of attracting sponsorships that is paying for my furnace. I am proud of myself. Some of this is luck, but a lot of it is just not giving up. And so, yeah, I do still blog right. and I'm replacing our furnace. Take that gentleman at the taste that was drinking too much and didn't realize how rude he was being yes score a hundred for rebecca on that that is awesome i love it and i mean by replacing a furnace is a lot of money exactly that's it what i was gonna say like not only is blogging not dead it, it can buy a furnace yes yes <laughs> Kyle and I had to replace not just our um, heating system, but the air conditioning all at once. This was years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like so much money. And it's it's like one of those adult purchases where you're like, this sucks mm -hmm. that it's so much money. You can't you don't even see it like it's invisible. <laughs> you appreciate exactly it when it's right. working for sure. But it's just like, oh, but I'm so proud of you. You have stuck with it for all of these years. And it's it's become this lucrative thing for you. And I do know mm -hmm. that very specific 
pride of just being like, I did that. I was able to provide that for our family. So I'm proud of you. I really am. Yeah, I am too. I'm proud of you you too, Rebecca. Well, and I will say like, you two are like doing it too. You know what I mean? Like, even if it doesn't look the exact same as when we were originally like, yeah, quote unquote, mommy blogging back in the day. Yeah. Like content creation yes. is like it's whole, it's still a whole thing. And like the nuance of that can't be explained necessarily at that type of event with like a person you don't really know. Yeah. But like you guys get it. Yes. Like we somehow have managed to carve out for ourselves a job that we can do, a career that we can do that like works within all the other demands that are on our schedule. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm just so thankful. I'm just so thankful for it. So anyway, that's my little pat on the back is that Simply Rebecca is making some money and I am so proud of myself. <laughs> you should be. Yep. Yeah. Love to hear it. Oh, I feel so inspired now. That was so good. Um, Kelly, how about you? What's something that you've got going on that you're proud of? Well, I was thinking it's actually what Rebecca was saying is partly why you're proud of it, Rebecca. It's not like maybe it would be a different kind of pride if you had started your blog last year. Yeah. And you were making money. Yeah. You know, some of it is because of the, you know, to quote a Christian book, like the long obedience, (laughs) you know, in the same direction. Like you've been doing this for a long time and it matters because you've gone through the ups and downs, Mm. right? Like you've seen it be hard. You've seen it be Mm -hmm. easy. You've seen the potential and then it tanks. And so it's like you just keep working on it. So I kind of feel like that's what I'm proud of too, which is just the simple fact that I have worked out every day in January. Yeah, mama. Like of, well, and actually even before this. So this has been a long, long thing. For sure, January is because of yoga with Adrian. Mm -hmm. So there's always that every day. If nothing else, there's yoga. Um, But honestly, I have really, as I've talked about before on the podcast, gotten so sucked in by the Peloton app. Yes. Um, And even just doing a 15-minute bike ride, like with somebody who's doing 80s music, or I just did one yesterday that was was a 30-minute, but it was for the Lunar New Year. Fun. And it was so fun. And they were just saying, like, we're going to talk about the Zodiac calendar and, like, what every animal is going to experience this year in a totally goofy way. Like, don't take any of this to the bank, but, like, it's just going to be fun. So it was... It's just a fun thing to do. And the reason that I'm especially proud of it is my background is that I did not, I'm not a sports person, right. which we've talked about before. Like I did not grow up thinking that moving my body in any way would be a part of my adult life. You know, like I didn't think about it. It's not like I was like, I'm never going to move my body. I intentionally am going to sit on the couch. I just was like, I, I don't, I didn't see a path, yeah. you know, for that. Like what, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And of course, there's been these like little steps, like when we moved to San Diego and I started <laughs> to do jazzercise. Yes. Which it was, it's, it was not the jazzercise that everybody thinks of when they think of jazzercise with the leg warmers and the, oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. This is a, this is a rabbit trail, but I'm going to have to share this okay. in the superstars okay. group. We did a book conversation for, you know, my public radio show. It's, it hasn't aired yet with somebody. Her name is Natalia. Melman Petzrala, I think is her last name. Um, it's called Fit Nation. It's about America's obsession, oftentimes over obsession with fitness. Mm. So it was a fantastic interview. But in part of it, my um, host, she wanted to play a clip of Jane Fonda's workout, like when it first came out. Right. And so she found it on YouTube and she's like, I want to pull a clip of this. I was mesmerized like I made Corey come around the other side of the desk and was like you have got to come see this it is it is so 80s yes like everybody's got the hair I mean they've got on full makeup, full makeup. like like blue eyeshadow yes um big they have got on leotards everybody has on leotards high-waisted yes. leotards oh. most of them have belts yes. some have suspenders <laughs> hooked into the bottom such a moment none of them are wearing things on their legs they're wearing like flesh colored uh-huh. exercise tights yep. And then big, thick, chunky socks. And everybody has on the same, like, white shoes that have laces and Velcro. Oh, interesting. Across. I was like, I vaguely remember this. This is before my time. Like, this was when Jazzercise was starting. Only this was Jane Fonda. And it was the – it was – I can't – like, it just made me smile in some ways because I was like, I bet my mom did this. Oh, for sure. Because she would sometimes pull up Richard Simmons-y exercise programs that were on TV. thousand percent, yes. Yeah. Yes. In the morning, you know, like at like mm-hmm. 9.30 or 10 a.m. 
Um, and it was it was kind of a new thing. And then they came out on DVDs and it, and it went from there. But it was a hoot. And I was like, I did in college have a leotard to work out in that was zippered. It had a zipper wow. on the front. And I think it was a thong in the back. Like you were supposed to wear exercise shorts with it. We had gone to exercise shorts now. And I was like, the most uncomfortable thing I've probably ever worn Why? in my entire life. Why would you need that when you're doing a workout? What? I'm, I'm like, stunned to speak. <laughs> I only wish I had a picture of this thing so I could share it with you guys. And I know I worked out in this for sure in my home. And I'm pretty sure that I wore it to a gym somewhere when I was feeling like, you know, I'm a young adult now. I should take care of yeah. myself. But this is what we wear to work out. So all of that passed and I didn't keep working out because who's going to work out when you've got floss up your butt and, you know, like Gosh, in a zipper? Yes. Two of the most uncomfortable and things I can think of. And they're, <laughs> I've got I it know. all going on. I well, know. I'm supposed so, to be working out. Oh, my gosh. Like eight years later in San Diego, I started to go to a jazzercise class and I was in my 20s and the instructor was fantastic and she was friendly and she was so fun. And it was the first time I'd ever moved my body and enjoyed it, like looked forward to going. Yes. So that was a revolution. But, you know, then I had kids and then we moved and then, then I taught jazzercise for a little while and then we moved. And it's gone back and forth. And then I taught at the Y. And here I am a year into having started doing Peloton app on my bike. And exercise has become a regular part of my life to the point that like I get up in the morning and I actually look forward to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I, I've, I've evolved to that point where I'm like, I can't, I'm excited because it's kind of me time. Yeah. I it, it fits within my ENFP personality because I can kind of decide each day what I want to do because there's so many options available to yeah. me. And I can do it in my own home um, so I don't have to drive anywhere. Some of the obstacles that used to be there have been eliminated. But I'm so proud of myself because this is not my personality. I, in my, especially in that era of my 20s, and I, I have pushed back against it maybe a little too hard, but flakiness, right? Like the kind of that ENFP, mm-hmm. Enneagram 7, like chasing after the new shiny thing. Nothing is permanent. It's very hard to stick with habits of any kind. Right. And this has become a habit and I am doing it and I'm enjoying it and I – I'm doing it because it helps. It makes me feel good. Yeah. Like that's my goal. Like it's just to feel good in my body. Yes. Um, and I can't believe that I'm doing I'm it. So like I still kind of laugh at myself. Like this is if if 18-year-old Kelly could have seen me sticking with a habit, moving my body and enjoying it, she would have been impressed, I think, <laughs> and been like, how? And yeah, disbelieving. Just like, what? Us? Me? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Good job, How is that Kelly. Happening? Good job. I yeah. love that you have you. But see, what I see in you is that you kind of tapped into the key for you was really liking a class. Like I feel like I've heard mm-hmm. that from you before that you really like that class atmosphere, and you have now found a way to kind of get some of that class atmosphere, but at home. Yeah, exactly. Which adds in all of that extra flexibility, and like you said, taking away all of those hurdles that can kind of stop you and get in the way. I just yep. think that's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Re- remind me, you don't do you own a Peloton bike? So you just have no. a you have a different ex- type of exercise bike, and then you just subscribe to the app. Yep, exactly. So it's I think twelve ninety nine a month. And what I did not realize before, I think some of the superstars told me, was that the Peloton app has so many more things on it than just cycling mm-hmm. classes. So, you know, like now they also sell a treadmill. So there's also like running classes. So if you have a treadmill or you want to go to the Y, you could do it there. Um, but they also have tons of strength and meditation and yoga and, you know, all these different other classes that you don't even need equipment for. Right. Um, Pilates. So you can really choose. Their instructors, I think it is that you're right, Rebecca. It is like what I love about classes, only I'm doing it at home. Yeah. Like, am I talking back to the instructors? Yes. Yes. I am. <laughs> am I laughing at their jokes? Yes, I am. Am I singing along with the music? Like y- yes, some of the are. Christmas shows? <laughs> Absolutely. My kids are like, Mom, I'm like, I'm working out. And they're like, Oh, of course. Because <laughs> you know. I'm in the basement where my older kids are. Like, that's my workout room is. So yeah, it's. It works for me. And I'm just proud that I'm doing it. I think I'm just mostly proud of having a habit mm-hmm. stick. Yes. Because it just – that's not my, like, MO over mm-hmm. the course of my life. Yes. Um, having things actually sticking with yes. it, being consistent. Yes. So that's what I'm proud of. 
Good job, Kelly. So proud of you. I get it completely as a sister ENFP and our proclivity to um, let things drop. I don't know about you. Maybe you've noticed this. I do feel like as I've gotten older, I mean, obviously, we've been doing sort of awesome for almost eight years. Like, I am finding ways to continue on with some things, yeah. not everything, Lord knows, but some things I'm finding it. I'm like, I can do this. I can stick with things. So. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. And, and feeling like feeling the healthiness, yes. in that, I think is, is the key. It's not sticking with it because I have right. to, um, yes. like, or like I'm locked in. And so then you're going to, you know, breed bitterness right. and resentment or yeah. like frustration. Mm-hmm. It's saying, I want to do this and I'm going to find a way to make it work. Yes. Um, so even like sort of awesome is a good example because we've evolved, you know, like how do we mm-hmm. make this work? So we want to make it work, but it can't, it's got to change and adapt. And so letting that be is also a good thing. I think if you have any sort of perfectionist tendencies, like we're like, well, this is the way it has to right. be. And it, it doesn't, yeah. you know, like I, two years ago or three years ago when I was teaching, I didn't want to do home workouts, but now I do. And so, and it's actually made me more consistent. So just letting it evolve to get to the end goal is probably yes the healthiest way of doing life. I love that. Um, mine is somewhat related because I definitely am very proud of myself for doing yoga every single day of the Yoga with Adrian challenge. It has been amazing. I posted on my personal Instagram that I, I know I'm at risk at be, of becoming one of those annoying yoga people because I just keep talking about it. That like, welcome. welcome. <laughs> I know. <And> then <laughs> Kelly's been like over here. She's like, I have been trying. No, to... I'm just admitting that I am one of those annoying yes. yoga people. My kids, every time they're like, I'm having a bad day. I'm like, you know, and they're like, I know <laughs> yoga. True. I know, mom, I could try. I don't want to try yoga. I know. I've been talking about it so much that Daisy, um, who turns 18 this week, um, oh my goodness. is she's like, mm, I've been thinking maybe I could try some yoga. So we'll see. But in the beginning, when Adrian says things like, you know, this kind of practice or this mindset or whatever is going to help you in so many ways off the mat, I will fully admit I was very skeptical about that. Like, I just couldn't envision what that would look like, like what I'm going to like, move my body differently to bend over and pick up Nico or something like I'm just like, what what, what are we talking about? What what we're talking about? It's affects your life off the mat. But it really does. Like today's practice was all about I think the name of it even was align. Yep. And bringing your um, breathing and your movement into alignment and just like, I've, I have taken that thought throughout the day as I've find, found myself getting, you know, getting frustrated or a little pressed for time or whatever, checking in with myself, my body, my breathing, where am I out of alignment? Um, and then my friend Kate, who was just on the show, Superstar Kate, who's my accountability partner daily, she said something that makes so much sense to me. She was like, I feel like when I'm doing yoga, like yoga helps me to carry my body the way it wants to be carried, like to hold Mm -hmm. myself the way my body wants to be. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, it's so true that like, I do find myself just naturally like sitting up straighter, like I'm more conscious of my body. I know that's very natural for some people, for those of us um, who are Enneagram nines or for whatever reason are just kind of disconnected from our bodies this has been a whole new experience, you guys. And I'm so like, I'm 45 years old, and I'm finally discovering what it feels like to really feel like you are in your body. But that's not even the thing I'm proud of. (laughs) I mean, I am. I am proud of it. But in addition to that, not only have I done yoga every day of January, I have also gone outside every day in January. Even when it's cold and rainy and damp and all of the things that I just like on a visceral level, I just hate, I hate being cold. I really challenged myself. Part of it is helped along by the fact that I'm taking the puppy for a walk every day. She's got to get out and get her exercise. So I'm out there too. But even beyond that, just like being outside, being in the yard, being in our neighborhood, normally during the winter, I am not outside at all, you guys. Like, I just go from vehicle mm-hmm. to building, vehicle to building, because I hate being cold so much. 
I have finally heeded the advice of so many people like you two who live where it gets seriously cold. And I just like have the appropriate like cold weather gear. And it actually <laughs> does help. <laughs> yeah, clothes help. The right clothes, the right gear. Can, can I confess to you just like a little tangent here? Yeah. We did a group show just in the fall or just recently that Kelly was like, so I have learned. Oh, yeah, it was the year end show. She's like, so I have learned that leggings don't keep you warm. <laughs> and I have to tell you that every single time I've put my leggings on and gone I've, outside and yep. been cold, I hear yep. Kelly's voice in my head kind of like scolding me <gasps> yes, a little bit. Like, well, not scolding. I, no. I told you leggings don't no. actually keep you warm. This is a choice that you made all on your own, Rebecca. <laughs> You have I would been never prop- scold. <laughs> You've been properly educated. <laughs> I would bring you ski pants, though, and say, here, darling, put these on yes. over top of your leggings, <laughs> which are just letting all the, the warmth straight out. Yes. It's just, you've, like, taken all of your body warmth to the outside and said, here, winter, suck it right out. <laughs> I've made it easy for you. It's like I put on a straw. Rebecca, I have done the same thing. Like there have been a couple of mornings where I have like hopped up from the yoga mat and gone and gotten Izzy on her leash and gone out for a walk. And I'm still have my yoga pants on and my legs are freezing. I'm like, damn it, Kelly was so right. Why am I doing this to myself? I should have stopped for a minute and changed pants into like some actual, you know, joggers or something. Yeah, you could even just put on pajama pants probably over top, you know, something Something. that would help keep it in. Yes. I know. It's stupid because leggings are so darn comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But well they are cold. Okay, so good. You've got some you've got some better gear. I got better gear and I've been breathing in the cold air and like trying to like release my resistance to how you know, and we've had a fairly mild January, so that does help. But just like noticing like, okay, I can I can push through this. I can release my resistance to the cold. I can appreciate the, the you know, the seasons and all of that. And speaking of that, and Kelly, I know you've talked about the importance of observing winter in our lives, whether or not it's our fourth favorite season, like it is mine. Um, I have noticed I feel more connected to like the rhythms of winter, I am going to bed so early. And Mm. it's just like, it just feels right. I'm not exhausted. It just I've been really listening to my body and my body like really wants to be asleep before nine o'clock. Thankfully, I have older kids who can all I mean, I put the little kids to bed, but the, the girls, I don't even know what time they go to bed. But I can just like, listen to that urge that craving in my body to just kind of let my body match where we are in the season and getting so much rest. I feel so great during the day. And I, again, it's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not like a fatigue kind of, because Lord knows with having the flu and COVID and all of those things, like I know fatigue, it's not even like a fatigued feeling. It's just like, it's been dark for a while. My body's winding down. The day is winding down. I'd like to go to bed. And so I don't know, mostly just the getting outside thing every day, even in the winter has really been pretty great. And I'm proud of myself for doing it. Mm-hmm. Good job, Meg. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. I think it's really good for all of us. I've heard that from people. In fact, I feel like that was one of the things that I've read about people in Tromsø, Norway, you know, where it's like the darkest dark, that they get outside Mm -hmm. and they say that that helps them, even though they're getting outside and there's like for, you know, however long, six weeks, that does not, it could be 3 a.m., it could be 3 p.m., it looks the same. Um, But it's something about, I really have put more stock in as I have learned. Actually, my word for this year is embody. Mm. Um, as I think about our actual bodies and how they have formed, like over you know, millennia, like as humans, one of the things I think that has changed so quickly that we, we don't even understand how quickly it's changed is this idea that we, we have always lived very connected to the outdoors. Um, you know, even if we had shelter, the wind still blew in, the rain, mm-hmm. you know, like people didn't have glass windows. Like you were, you had to go outside to maybe relieve yourself or mm-hmm. to gather firewood or to get food, you know, like you couldn't just do what we do, which is stay indoors com- in a comfortable place, which is, I mean, what a gift. Yes. Also light, you know, like I was saying yes. to my son the other day, like artificial light is about 150 mm-hmm. years old, maybe a hundred years old in the average house you know, outside of lamps and things. So we can stay up later and feel like we're more awake than our ancestors would have. And I just think we we ignore our bodies. Yes. And so I think yeah. that being outside helps us to root in our bodies, helps us to root in the season. 
And I 100% agree, Make I actually have got a Instagram post that I have been mentally composing over about a week about January. So I'm going to say it here. So Superstars, okay. maybe you'll read Run this. Run it past us. Yes. I know, like you, you, yeah. <laughs> maybe you'll read this and you'll be like, oh, I know. I already heard this. Yeah. Um, something about January being a slow month. Um, and by slow, I'm kind of meaning what you're talking about, Meg, which is that you can just rest. Like the demands aren't there. Um, it being like being a present month. I find myself maybe reading a book, trying to stay off screens more. Um, and then like I'll, I'll, I'll stop and I'll just end up like staring at the fire or yeah. even just staring at my window, like watching mm-hmm. the icicles drip. Yeah. Just in this kind of more of a, I'm just quiet. I feel quieted. Just like the snow quiets the landscape. To me, there's something very, mm-hmm. like there's a big metaphor there for me. But yeah, it's like, I'm not even on social media. It's not like I'm not scrolling. I'm still doom scrolling. Like I'm trying to stop, but like, I'm not, I don't have like the energy. Like I feel quiet in myself. Like what should I share? What feels important enough to open my mouth and, and talk about it? Um, so even this January post, like I said, I'm laughing because I've been working on it in my head for like 10 days to write a post about how like quiet I am in January it's yeah. just a quiet month to me, but I think there's a gift in that. Like it, it is that seasonal flow. It's like when the fields lie pharaoh and to grow again, we need this. It's a Sabbathy thing. There's all sorts of threads that tie back into me, but I just, I think that going outside can lead to and put you more in touch with the quiet, especially in the winter. Yes. Well, I definitely have experienced it and it's just been such a nice, um, really sweet gift to give to myself. And I find myself like so often being so thankful um, for all of the things like I've heard people say that before, like, it's so important to get outside every day. And I would just blow it off. And it's kind of one of those things like I'm so bad at myself. I don't I believe it. Why didn't I try it? But also, I think we have to kind of get to those things on our own time, in our own um, listen to when we're ready for that revelation to happen. So, um, Kelly, speaking of seasons of life, I know that you had mentioned um, some kind of maybe, I don't know if it's conflicted or embracing feelings with aging and stuff. Do you want to unpack any of that? Yeah, it's, it's kind of more conflicted. So you guys, you can see, and maybe we need to take a picture. I mean, I'll take a picture and we can share in the Superstars group. I don't, I, I got my haircut a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. More nor the beginning of January. And I was just, I was bored with my hair, um, okay. which we all do, right? We get those oh, yeah. places where we're just like, I'm just, it's just been the same For forever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, also, so I went, I went to the salon and I, I was like, I'm just bored. I don't like the color. I want it to be brighter. Um, and then I always tell people, I have this chunk of hair that I don't know, for whatever reason, a few years ago, it started to become wavy. My hair has always been stick, stick straight. Okay. And it's not my whole head. It's just like it's a just patch. A mm. <laughs> How cute. I actually really – so I'm like, but I like it. I'm like, I want I, – I would like this to continue. Like okay. spread yourself around your head. Like yes. grow, minions. Go forth and multiply is how I feel. Yes. But I'm like, it's doing it here. Can we make the rest of it kind of do it? Like, what do I need to do? So yeah. I was talking to my stylist about, and this is somebody who I see occasionally. So okay. certainly Amber, I don't see her all the time, but I, I do see her occasionally. So it wasn't like a brand new person. But I, I think when I said texture, she immediately went into like talking about gray hair. <laughs> and, oh. and she was like, so you've got, we're, what we're going to do is about the gray, the gray, the gray, the gray. <laughs> and I'm like thinking... I know I have gray hair. I also have, you know, light hair. So it's harder to see than mm-hmm. if you have darker hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's yes. not that it's not there. I just don't think about it. Yes. It's colored. It blends in with highlights, whatever. So there was a part of me that was like, I'm thankful for your honesty. I honor your authentic self. And also a part of me that was like, you know what? <laughs> You can't see yes. under my robe, but I'm giving you the finger. <laughs> Kelly, that's so funny. I had a similar experience 
But I like directly asked my hairdresser about my gray hair coming in. And I said, you know, I've heard that, um, like, I'm just curious. People say that gray hair often comes in with like a different coarser texture to it. Mm -hmm. And like, but I have curly hair. Like, what do you think that's going to look like for me? How is that going to play into things? And she was like, well, you already have like really pretty coarse hair. So I don't actually think you're going to notice a difference at all. And I was like, (laughs) wait. I what? Like, I didn't know. I have coarse hair. What's wrong with my hair? I didn't know. So Isn't it so funny that's not that... not wrong, though. You're just yeah. saying it was, not what, it was not how you saw yourself going into that conversation. Well, and I just had no idea that my hair had a um, texture that would be described as, as coarse. I don't know. I guess I just thought it was like... <laughs> smooth and soft and silky like everybody else well, i think maybe she was saying more like the actual like um it's your follicle. strand yeah mm-hmm. like the the strand uh thickness or or thinness like i had that revelation on the opposite end a few years ago with a stylist who was like well because your hair is so fine and i was like what like <laughs> what my whole life everyone who's ever you know like done anything with my hair or I have thought to myself like my hair's so thick mm-hmm. and she's like no your hair's not thick you have a lot of it but it's fine texture and I was like I am I being reborn onto this planet right now <laughs> what are you talking about my hair isn't fine but then once I embraced her, I was like my hair actually is fine texture I just have a lot of fine yes. hair so I don't know. Maybe it's all like we're all having these conversations and people are also having them and we're like, we're, we're both offended, but also intrigued. Yes. <laughs> like, what does this mean? I mean, honestly, I was the, the biggest part of me. I was I was kind of giggling to myself because she started immediately talking about gray and how we could hide the yes, gray and how we could yes. like style and that it. that wasn't even on your texture. mind. Right. And I was like, well, <laughs> okay. Um, I, but I honestly was kind of um i was like refreshing just to have somebody talk about it you know what i mean yeah. like she didn't yeah, yeah, go yeah. oh well, you're not gray you're way too young you know like just be like hey right. this is what happens mm-hmm. we yes. age we get gray yes. hair we can deal with it it's not a big deal like she just was very matter of fact about it which i actually did kind of appreciate even though that wasn't what i thought we were talking about right um, right 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 but but then you guys so she's like, well, what we can do is just take your bangs because I have these really big colics. And she's like, you, I, I do too, she said. So she's like, why don't we just kind of push them over to the side yeah. you know, instead of having them be right down? So it's not like it's a huge change in the way we're going to cut your hair necessarily. Right. But you can do right. this different thing with your hair. And of course, yeah. she – I mean, she's a hairstylist. So she's like – she was so good and she gave me do's and don'ts the whole time. She like taught me tons of things. I actually need mm-hmm. to go back in for a refresher. But she made this assumption that I'm going to style my hair. <laughs> I'm like, how cute. How and sweet I, that you would think I would style I my know, hair every I'm day. Like, <laughs> I know I came in and said I'm tired of seeing my hair with bangs in a bun all the time. But also I want something different that I don't have to do anything for. Can you make that miracle happen? That's not too much to ask. <laughs> Can you make my hair look cute just without like what I just walk out? And she's like, so then you're going to brush it after you dry. And you guys, I don't own a hairbrush. Oh, hairbrush. I own a I thought you were going to say you don't own a hairdryer. You don't own a hairbrush. I don't own a hairbrush. Wait, why not? (laughs) Because I don't brush my hair. I I comb it before I get in the shower when I'm going to wash it. And then literally four years now, I get out of the shower, wrap it in a towel. Once it comes down to the towel, I put it in a bun and I'm done. I don't. And you don't comb it again until you. Until I take it down to take a shower. And sometimes that's three days later and my hair is still wet. Like, because it's been in a bun. I sleep on it. I, I work thought, out in it. Just what I thought I knew everything about both of you. <laughs> These are things I, I this still is why I'm, am surprised. I'm not saying this on the regular <laughs> podcast. This is why I'm saying this here because it is awfully embarrassing. But I'm just also kind of like I'm 50 and I don't care anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so yeah. this is, I mean, like, I guess what I'm saying is two things. A, I think I need a hairbrush. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is my hairbrush. Yeah, we'll see. Yes, um, details. Yes, and, and and I think I'm actually ready to do some styling of my hair. So I, I that's why I feel like I need to go back in and be like, what she did with my hair that day. Yeah, was like, well, I think we'll do this, and I was like, well, that's cute, but it's not me. You know, like right. I would never. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. even look like me. Right. 
So I need to go back in and be like, this is this is how I feel comfortable. How can I make this happen? Like, what do I need to do? I do have a flat iron and a big, I think it's probably like an inch and a half curling iron and a hairdryer. Okay. I do own a hairdryer. Okay. I think it might have, I've owned it for as long as I've had children. Like, I mean, it's wow. very old because my hair takes <laughs> maybe, maybe freaking unsafe. forever to dry. <laughs> It might, it might spell, like, I'm waiting for flames to come flying out of it someday. You know, it's that kind of thing where you're like, this is probably so old. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Like, does it have little Bic lighters in there and that's how it's making <laughs> the warm air? I don't know. It's like a dragon. That's why I don't use it partly. It freaks me out a little bit. It smells funny. I, that's yeah. probably not safe. <laughs> probably not safe. Um so I, I just I like I don't love my hair right now. It looks oh, different. It looks so cute. I mean, I understand though. I have something to say about that, but I don't. I, I want you to continue yeah. to. I'm, no, I'm just to just to vent all of my venting. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying like it, my hair is different. I have tried to style it some. I don't like what I yeah. when I've tried to style it, it didn't look good. What yes. you guys are seeing right now. So obviously, we're gonna have to take a picture of this so we can share it at some point. Is my non like I got out of the shower. And left my house and came back. And this is like, I haven't touched it. But the cut is great. so, she did a great cut because yeah. to be able to just like wash and go like that, it looks really cute. Yeah. I mean, I'm And using, I like the swoopy bang. I do and too. it's very on trend. So, is just, it on trend? I don't even it care. It is. Yes. Okay. Just start with a, with brushing your hair. Like, let's just start there. <laughs> this is, this, like, I could finger comb it, Rebecca. Isn't that pretty much the same thing? I, I mean, do a lot of finger combing. Yeah. But like it's not. So I don't know. Maybe just start, just like start with a brush. Do you brush your hair though? Okay, I mean, you, you have curly hair, so no, you don't brush your no, hair. No, I do okay. not. But like I have a very different scenario going on in my head. But no, I don't brush my hair. So I But do you have a comb or a pick or anything? No. So you also don't do much to your hair. <laughs> okay, I'm just, so I mean, hypocrite. I'm, I'm honestly <laughs> the same way. I'm honestly the same way, except I do like every morning because my hair gets so tangled Mm -hmm. that I do at Mm -hmm. least have to either pick, see, I'm doing it right now. I either have to pick it out or finger comb or something because, and I only wash my hair twice a week. And so if I, I I just have to do something or it is, it's absolutely like gnarled. Yeah. I I finger comb through my hair. Or I just don't touch it. But that's like a whole different like curl thing going on. So right. I mean, see, that's kind of why I feel like maybe I shouldn't invest in a brush first because what I want is more of a wavy texture. True. Not as curly as yours is. But you're like, I, I'm trying to encourage my hair to be wavy. You can train it. Yes. Give it a little scrunch. I, that's what I, I should say that. I do have a product that is a like a sea salt mousse that I scrunch in my wet hair. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's good. That's kind good of what give yeah. me. But it doesn't stay... Mm-hmm. defined you know like right, it starts right, right. To, as it dries it gets more and that's probably normal so that's why I, I just need to go to somebody i can go back to amber and be like okay like i need you to break it down in very slow steps like i'm two because mm-hmm. i don't even own a brush and i'm going to say that to you now where before she was like just brush it and i was like mm-hmm. sure you know how you <laughs> yeah, do I'll brush it. you act like you know what you're you're like oh yeah sure and she's like and then i'm going to put this stuff in that is like a what did she put in like it wasn't flaxseed but it's some seed that is, is this Aveda stuff mm-hmm. that you put in around your scalp and it gives it more body. Yeah. Like yeah, it, yeah, like yeah. as you dry it, then with a the hairdryer, it like essentially like puffs up around yes. you. So it, it like gives it more. And yeah. she's like, oh, I put too much in your hair. So like my head was like very, it was very <laughs> stiff, you know? And I was like, oh yeah, like product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this- I'm embarrassing. Like you guys could all come alongside and help me. You know, I yeah. feel a little bit the same way, though, about, like, that and about, like, makeup and skincare. Like, there's so many mm-hmm. people who are doing so much more than I am doing. Yes. You know, yeah. so much more. I barely do the bare minimum. I often... I barely do the bare minimum. <laughs> I often... That's my motto, Rebecca. I barely do the bare minimum. <laughs> Oftentimes, I skimp out on the bare minimum. I've kind of, I've kind of stopped washing my face at night again. I'm kind of <gasps> like... No, I'm Rebecca. just going to bed. <laughs> okay, we have a okay. scheduled intervention. No, I have a solution for you that you, well, okay, yes, I have a solution for you. First of all, I'm trying to be more in <laughs> alignment with and not be judgy, just embrace where everyone is. But Rebecca, if you will get some micellar water wipes 
And I will send you a link. I've talked about them on the show. I'll send you a link to the ones that you can get. I would tell you to go to Trader Joe's and get them, but I know you don't have a Trader Joe's. That's so sad. That's still, we need to have a moment of silence. I feel so bad that we I know. I know. But they, there's other brands that are great. Get them and keep them by your bedside. So like you're, you're going to bed, they're right around your, by your bedside. Just wipe, just wipe it all. And it will, it's so good for your skin. It will take off the surface makeup and those types of things. If you're not going to wash your face, will you please promise that you'll do that? <laughs> okay. Send me a link. I mean, I, I have, because of the show that I did with Meg, where she told me like the three simple, like, here's the three things you need to do. Back away from the Noxema. Like keep it in the back of your cupboard for the time she gets sunburned, which I do. But I have followed her three-step regimen for oh, me. Thank you. And I do that. That means so much to me. So maybe this year I'll get a hairbrush. I'll find somebody okay. that can give me the three easy steps to hair care, to hair styling. Okay. You get a hairbrush. I'll wash my face. Meg, what, what, what simple bare minimum thing do you need to do? Well, it's not with her hair and her um, makeup because she's glowing. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm sorry to tell you that I've gone to the extra. End. Yeah, she's she's not <laughs> the. I almost. Well, what did she say? I barely do the bare minimum. She's like, <laughs> I'm way over. Here's the. Here's my thing, and this is where I'm like so conflicted too. I. It's not about my hair though. It is about skincare. I like. I go through phases where I'm like, no, the beauty industry is a scam. Anti-aging is a scam. It's just, you know, it's to distract women when they should be in their most like productive years, bringing so much goodness to the world. And we're all distracted by our wrinkles and how we want to look and blah, blah, blah. And it's the patriarchy. Like I get in that mindset where I'm like, no, forget it. I'm not, I'm just going to wash my face and put on some moisturizer and forget it. Well, then I tip over to the other side. Some might even call it the dark side where I'm like, here's the thing. When I get to the point where I look at my face in the mirror and it feels like I don't look like myself, then I start to go, okay, give me all the products. So a few weeks ago, Paula's Choice, which I do love that company. Um, They do make a lot of money off of women's insecurities about aging. Let's just all be honest about that. But I love every product I've ever used from them. I've used their sunscreen for years. It is my ride or die. They were having a sale when I did actually need to get more sunscreen, a sale on their line. I can't remember what they call it. They don't call it anti-aging, but it's (laughs) anti-aging. It was all 20% off and... I went off the deep end, <laughs> got a whole bunch of products. And in my mind, I was like, it's research for the show. <laughs> oh, no. We could do that about a lot of things. It's good, though. I mean, it's a good justification to have right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I'm telling you, like, I got uh, I got the whole thing. Like, and it's, you know, it's some for brightening the skin. Honestly, some of it is moisturizing Kelly, I don't know if you can identify with this being in like a climate where the I would guess the heater is running all the time. Maybe to you too, Rebecca. But my skin is so dry, you guys. Like I know, Kelly, you've talked about having kind of an oilier com- complexion when you're growing up. So you haven't really noticed that much dry skin. I just I can't even wear any makeup that is in powder form anymore. I all of my makeup now is cream based because everything just feels so dry on my skin. So I did want to kind of get like a maybe a little bit higher octane moisturizer to see if I can help with the dry skin. But some of the other stuff is just straight up to deal with aging. And I feel so conflicted because I'm like, on the one hand, I don't want to do this. But then when I look at myself in the mirror and I feel like that doesn't even look like myself, then I want products to help. I don't know. I just feel like I get stuck in this like spin cycle. I think it's pretty common. I mean, I'm the oldest in this group. And as I talk to friends who are even older, I think that's just very normal. I don't think that we can side with one or the other. I mean, I I think there are probably some extreme people who never struggle. They're just like aging is what we do. I'm glad to be alive. I'm going with it. And there are people who are, you know, the Kardashians who are like, there's not going to be aging for me. I reject the whole thing. The rest of us who are in the middle, we do, we swing back and forth. And that's actually Mm -hmm. part of my haircut. What I what is disturbing to me about it is that all of a sudden I can see my forehead mm-hmm. and I don't like it because now I can see things in my forehead. My um, Actually, I had lunch last week with one of my some of our good friends, so Sarah Bessie and um, my friend Allison, our friend Allison, Megan, you know her, and 
I said something about this to Sarah and she goes, oh, yeah, I have a friend who calls her bangs her Botox. And I was like, yes, my bangs were my Botox. And so I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know there were all these lines in this. What is this? So I'm like, every time I walk by a mirror now, I'm like, new haircut. What's happening? What's happening to your face? So it's not like it's new, but because I can see more of it, I'm very conflicted. I'm like, I didn't think I looked this old. And also, like, I just like... I know that from talking to friends and also looking at pictures, it's in your 50s where you really, really, that that the way your face changes, your skin, your body probably, yeah. is, yeah. it, it, it kind of goes into overdrive, probably because of menopause and things like that. I yes, don't it is. But it is because of menopause, right. perimenopause, but yes. But I don't, I don't like it. Like, I, I hear what you're saying. There have been many. You're like, I, re- I reject it, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, look in the mirror some days, and I'm like, okay, there's Kelly. And then the next day, I will look in the mirror, and I'm like, that's a grandma. Like, that woman should be having a little baby with her. Like, and I have a 12-year-old. It's you know, like actual I, baby. It's her grandbaby. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I, especially because with the hair a little bit like this right here, can you guys see? Yeah. There's a little bit of gray, which I'm, I'm fine with. But I think oh, that I then when it gets that. exaggerated, I'm like, I'm gray. I've got – my face is like a, a crisscross of, of lines. Oh. Your, your face starts to – like some of us, you know, we get these jowly things. So anyway – I'm just like, it's yeah. it's a conflicted thing. On one hand, I am also proud of being 51. Both Rebecca and mm-hmm. I had um, birthdays this month. I am like, damn it, I am 51 and I am so here for it. I'm so glad to be alive. I'm so glad to have lived yes. the life that I've lived with all the ups yes. and downs. Like I'm just, I am so, I am overwhelmed with gratitude and proud of being 51. And also, could we like Botox the hell out of the forehead? <laughs> like, I don't know. What do you do with all of that? Put a hat on. <laughs> Simple solution. I like it, Rebecca. Rebecca's got us hooked up with the frugal and simple solution. <laughs> well done. Care of Simply Rebecca. <laughs> well, because I mean, like some of it really is like emotional and like mental, right? Like sometimes... The biggest struggle is like your own just like emotional yep. well-being. And you're just like, I just don't have the emotional fortitude to deal with a forehead wrinkle today. Like I just like I just can't. Like I'm struggling enough in all these other areas. These wrinkles just yes. need to leave me alone. And yes. then there's other days where you're like, hey, I'm okay. And like nothing has actually changed. Yeah. It's right. just it's your you perception. just feel better. Yeah. When I really so don't I want don't to see the wrinkles, I just take my readers <laughs> off. I <laughs> Because it is, well, yep. it is true. Like, you know, like I put my makeup on and then I put my readers on. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's like, it's like kind of like those bathroom lights in the hotel or like, uh-huh. I hate those magnifying glasses. With the, like everything is three times oh bigger gosh, than it appears. Yes. That's how I feel when I put my readers on. I'm like, I look better without these because I can't see all the imperfections. That reminds me, um, when we were going through my mom's stuff, one thing that I took, I took her makeup bag, not to actually use the makeup, but I just wanted to have it in it. I took her mirror, her makeup mirror that she's used for years. And it's a normal mirror on one side and a magnifying one on the other. And forever, my mom who aged very beautifully would be like when, you know, we'd talk about um, skin or whatever, she'd be like, oh, I just look like an old lady. I look like an old lady. And I'm looking at this magnifying mirror and I'm like, mother, why did you even <laughs> Right. We don't need to see this that. This is horrifying. <laughs> right. Yes. It does no one any good. I don't think that anybody looks good in those magnifying mirrors. No. 18 I don't. I'm literally I'm like, why did you have a magnifying mirror with your makeup set? It's terrible. Um, I do use it, though, sometimes for uh, plucking eyebrows yeah. or chin hairs. Mm-hmm. That's when the magnification comes into play. Yeah. So... Okay, I'm so glad to know I'm not the only one who is this conflicted and also has tipped the scales back to like, let's try some products and see what happens. (laughs) I probably should just cut bangs and just, you know, (laughs) call it a day. Yes, it's a little bit more permanent than a hat, but it is chemical free. Yes, yes, it is. Um, Okay, I have to tell you guys um, one thing that one of the superstars sent me, which kind of plays into... 
what we've been talking about is we're thinking about 2023 and the shifts that are happening for people individually and collectively. Um, I made Kelly listen to my astrology thing <laughs> on our predictions for 2023. Rude. You didn't send it to me. <laughs> I'm always I, so well, open-minded anytime you talk about astrology. I did send you this that I'm getting ready to talk about, Rebecca, on Instagram. I DM'd it to you. Um, Superstar Ashley sent this to me on Instagram, DM'd it to me. And it's talking about the new lunar year, which we just are celebrating. It just happened. Um, And that this is the year of the rabbit. And I sent it to Rebecca because Rebecca has chosen her word of the year to be bed, which I totally have come around to. And I'm like, you know what? You might be the wisest one here. Yes, for real. So this is from an Instagram account called Love by Luna, and it's talking about how uh, this is going to be the year of the rabbit and that this is going to have a much, this year will have a much more gentle and tender touch. And I'm like, thank you, universe, we could use it. Um, but So she writes, if you felt like 2022 was hectic, the year of the rabbit offers an opportunity to take a step back and invite more balance into your life. Mm-hmm. It's a time of hope relaxation and quiet contemplation. And she goes on to write more about rabbits as creatures and how that applies to the year. And I will put a link in the show notes so you guys can go um, check it out. And I was so grateful that Ashley sent that to me because I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed to hear. I kind of want to change my word. Or maybe can you have two words for a year? I don't know. Because I had chosen elevate. Uh And I do like that. I do want to honor that concept. But I also kind of want my word to be cozy. (laughs) I think that you could have – here's the thing. There's no rule that says you can only have one word. No you know rules. what I mean? Like they, they maybe yes. apply to different things. Maybe they're the yin-yang uh, that you need for this year for real growth. Yes. You know? There you go. Yes. Maybe I can elevate my coziness throughout yeah. the year. Cozy elevation. Cozy elevation. Elevated cozy. We'll just make it work. I have completely elevated my bubble bath routine mm. to where – and Kyle and AJ like – work together to put together this ultimate bath hobbyist (laughs) kit wow for me for christmas because they both know that like taking bubble baths is actually one of my hobbies i love that though um yes and so like i have all of these products you know on tiktok there was like a thing going around of taking your everything shower where you use all of your products Mm -hmm. and do all of the you know procedures on yourself all of the self-care in the shower. And I was like, I like an everything bath (laughs) where I have like every bath product known to man. Um, But all of that to say, I think that we should all just embrace the the spirit of the gentle, curious, compassionate rabbit for the year. I'm into it. I like that. I'm into it too. Let's, I'll claim that. Let's do it. Yes. Claiming that energy. Um, okay, anything else that we want to share in this overflow convo? I mean, I feel like this is the closest we have ever gotten. You know, like, we, not that group shows don't count, but just like to just being able to do lunch with each other, to being able to sit in an actual room together. Yes. We could talk for several more hours, but this might be a good place to close <laughs> it. Yes, exactly. But speaking of just hanging out and talking, that is Kelly and Rebecca and Lori Lynn, we met last week to talk about and plan for some um, things coming up for the the year ahead for our superstars, including more time to just get together and hang out. And I love that so much. It brings me so much energy to be with people, to see faces, to see what you're up to. One thing that I loved in the Lessons in Chemistry book club gathering, which I will actually never forgive myself for not recording it. I know I need to let it go. It's in the past. I'm just trying to release it. But one thing I loved is that people would get on there. One of our superstars was baking, literally baking as she was listening. And she would come in with some comments every now and again. Um, Lori Lynn was crocheting. Someone else had a project Mm -hmm. going on. And I want to say this, because we are going to have more book club gatherings and more live gatherings. If you are a superstar and you would like to experience it, but you feel a little maybe sensitive or uncomfortable with being on camera or having your voice um, be part of the conversation, please do come anyway, because there was more than a few superstars at the book club gathering who just kept their camera off and their, um, their sound was muted. They listened. Sometimes they would drop something in the comments of the chat. Um, But please do come, even if you're not super comfortable with being on camera, 
come and hang out with us because we would love to just have your presence there and get to experience each other in real time. And we definitely want to do more of that in 2023. And I'm so excited about all of that. So um, friends, thank you for taking the time to do this group overflow. We made history today after all these years of superstar programming. How did we not do this before? What's wrong with us? I don't know. It was fun. (laughs) Now I want to do it every month because I'm just like, I just like want to check in with you guys. Maybe we should. This is fun. I know. So fun. Um, Let's go around and have everybody remind uh, the superstars where we can find you, even though probably most people do know. Rebecca, where can people, where can the superstars find you for um, all of the conversation? Well, because I'm a grandma who's still blogging, you can find my blog at simplyrebecca.com. And then for all my other fun content creation, you can look me up on Instagram at simplyrebecca. Yes, and you do uh, do so much fun stuff over there. You're you always do. a treat when you come across my oh, feed, for sure. Thank you. Kelly, how about you? Um, well, I just look like a grandma, but I'm actually on Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> at KellyGordonMN. Or you can go to the website, too, KellyGordonMN.com, because that's like where, just like I think for all of us, like it's an easy way to find all the social media handles and also recipes if you're ever looking for recipes. Yes. You guys, if you need some recipe inspiration, don't forget, and I'll put a link in the show notes specifically to this page on Kelly's blog, but she has a page with every recipe that she has shared, and it is a treasure trove if you need some meal plan inspiration, for sure. What a what a service you provide for the people, Kelly. <laughs> I mean, recipe curation. We're like right in the heart of like <laughs> cooking season, though, so it brings me yes. so much joy. Like I actually did menu plans over the weekend, and there are times, and I know for a lot of people, it's like not their favorite thing, and there are times that it's not mine either, yeah. but right now, I'm like, I get to meal plan, and like I get out my recipes, <laughs> and I like make out ideas, and I'm so excited. So sharing recipes with people is like a big joy bubble for me. Love that. I'm so glad that you do it. Um, you can find me on social media sometimes. Also, rarely, for being honest, but you can try to find me. Good luck. (laughs) At Sorta Awesome Meg. Of course, you can almost always find me in the Hangout or in the Superstars Hangout. Don't forget, if you are new to being a superstar, come join us in the Superstar Hangout on Facebook. We'd love to have you. Make sure you're signed up for texting. I'll put the number in the show notes so you guys can get signed up for that. So you can hear from us even more often. So Superstars, thank you so much for your support. We are so thankful for you. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all next time.